Oh, dark in there like me. Try not to draw the attention of the pit bull. Trying to convince him that it's nighttime. Time to be still. Go the fuck to sleep. Don't move. Don't bark. Right before we got on this call, I heard uh, Brittany squealing. I do believe he uh, decided to play with his gigantic fucking mouth. Which involves <laughs> biting down on your hand or fingers or foot, whatever he can find. What a fantastic game to play. <laughs> we did think, you know, the uh, negative of adopting a four-and-a-half-year-old dog was... Um, you know, there's less time, logically, that you get to spend with them um, mm. in their hopefully long life. But uh, the benefit is like, well, they've lost all the puppy, right? No, <laughs> no. Oh. Pent up energy. <laughs> Years of not finding forever home I, means I'm going to attack you. Now that I've you've been in a cage service. for yeah, yeah. That's been the in a cage for you. That's the impression we're getting here from uh, yeah. And a and a pit bull at that. Good decisions made by all, Jared, in the Denston house. <laughs> the scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. That uh, Bill Burr segment with Dr. Pitbull, I'm sure, has uh, gotten some play around the house. I've not heard that one. Oh, you've not heard that one? No. Yeah. No. He's got a big thing about he's on tour or something, and his wife or girlfriend at the time uh, says, Hey, I've uh, made some decisions without you. <laughs> And he's like, okay, so you picked out drapes or, you know, you've done something. He's like, no, I adopted a dog. And he's already put off at that. And then he's like, and it's a pit bull. <laughs> he's like, so you guys are uh, bonding and this thing thinks that, you know, you're the <laughs> the person in the house and I'm just going to come home. <laughs> I'm the stranger that comes in. I'm the stranger. Yeah, you're, you're what needs to be protected. Yeah, nothing. Well, he's definitely bonded to... My, my wife there in that regard uh, as far as being far more concerned about where she is in the house than me. I come in and do podcasts, and of course, you remember Brody would be right there on the mic with me snoring away or farting, doing whatever, whatever sound effects he wanted to provide. <laughs> this this little guy does not give a shit about my podcast, which makes him uh, like the demographic of the world. I don't care <laughs> what you have to say. Brittany sent me a text because I told her before. And I was like, yeah, I know it's daytime. I was like, I think with Jared we can knock these three out in an hour. I was like, I think we can do 20 minutes on each. Yeah. And she's like, that's uh, I don't know about that. And here are the text messages uh, after, you know, she was two minutes ago. She was being attacked by our pit bull. <laughs> you get one hour. I can't promise anymore. I can't even promise that. <laughs> <laughs> so these are going to be snack-sized episodes of Sober Cinema coming up to the dozen fans we have hope you can hold them over <laughs> listen to them in one long one long speed session speed to work <laughs> it'll it'll make uh it'll make one full episode with these three that we're giving them it's fine well whatever it's fine we we have we do like callbacks to every episode <laughs> yeah there's one big long continuity here this is uh by god this is the wire of podcasting <laughs> do you believe there's a part of yourself 
you don't show anybody. When I'm inside, I get to see those things. I feel them. These girls were kidnapped, tortured, and murdered. Our killer is a white male, about 30 years old. Paul Rudolph Farther once had the house under surveillance for about 20 minutes. He keeps them in this thing for about 40 hours. And after 40 hours, the water starts. And it doesn't stop. There is a girl that is missing. Her name is Julia Hickson. He is the only one that knows where she is. If he was conscious, do you think that he would tell you where she is? Are you sure? I'm sure. You bring in this monster, and you're asking her to go into that mine. Cell, Jared. Did we watch this together back in 2000 or watch it on DVD? I feel like we had conversations about it when we were teenagers, but I don't remember what they were. I just remember this being something among our friend group that was a popular movie. I don't know if it was popular to the general public, but at least uh, in our teenage days, it was something we looked forward to. And I think I watched, I probably watched this a few times when I was younger. It's been a really long time, but I feel like that's every time you get me on this show it's like i haven't watched that movie in 15 years but yeah (laughs) my youth was so much alcohol and marijuana that i don't know (laughs) i might have watched it who knows is that the target audience (laughs) for the cell because i (laughs) definitely don't want to be uh under the influence of any hallucinogenics on that one (laughs) i would think that would make for a bad time a bad trip with this one Uh um which yeah, I don't. I don't think the marketing was misleading. They're going for the ultra creep factor, and you mm-hmm. cast Vincent D'Onofrio as a serial killer who, in his uh, free time, likes to hang himself with hooks <laughs> he's got implanted in his back so that he can masturbate from the <laughs> like the Goodyear blimp vantage point over <laughs> the corpse of the young lady that he's killed. Boy, that's a lovely matinee showing to take that yeah it makes us look really bad saying that led with like yeah jared we used to watch this all the time when we were teenagers just put it on for fun (laughs) sunday evening time to put on the cell easy watch yeah this one was uh thank god i had the lights on (laughs) even in my old age there's a creep factor about it that's like ah it's just dirty it's like um uh, another one uh, I wanted. To, I think I changed my mind. Uh, uh, 
if you pay super attention to the continuity, uh, when we were talking about the net, I was like, yeah, we got to do hackers. Hackers are coming up. Uh, I noticed that hackers came out the same weekend as seven. Uh, and uh, like, all right. The, one of those, um, <laughs> I guess is a, a respectable film to still discuss for its 25 year anniversary. Uh, hackers, well, hackers probably is more in line with what we do, uh, as far as getting our jollies off. But uh, I kind of jumped ahead because I was like, oh, sevens. As as you accused me of, when I watched a few bad movies for the show, I'm like, all right, we're going to go with a <laughs> surefire fastball right down the middle, a genuine classic. So I watched that and The Cell in close proximity. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just dirty. This is just like unseemly <laughs> material. And the biggest difference between this one and something like Seven, which is based in some some you know hyper dark realistic world uh this is the uh i guess the early maybe not extremely early but uh definitely based on the 20 year anniversary at this point the uh the cgi happy days when the uh, series were discovering <laughs> here's what we can do with computers some of it works some of it is uh you get a sequence where they cut up a horse so you can see all of its insides mm mm-hmm. Some of it looks like um big fan of that part. <laughs> yeah, well you you hate horses, but I mean <laughs> So you're telling me if you go into this, uh, you know the, the premise of the film is that they can go into the mind of someone else, which mm-hmm. the the lead character is Jennifer Lopez who's some sort of like social worker, psychologist and it opens with her in the mind of a, a troubled kid. And uh that that also was about as equally as bad to me as a serial killer is a, a psychotic brat. <laughs> Break <laughs> with reality, uh, chasing around like goddamn horse. Some of it looks like a uh, cheap version of like the Nine Inch Nails closer video. I think some of it's effective. <laughs> it's very hit or miss for me. Where some of it's like, yeah. yeah, this is cheesy, and then some of it, you know, honestly, when they whenever they rely on just on Vincent D'Onofrio and makeup, it's fucking terrifying. Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> in any state of undress, if he's bare chested wearing a cape. I don't care what else is going on. I don't, you don't need any visual effects. I hate it. I hate looking at it. And I don't want to be anywhere near it. Same. He's got little like hair horns and uh, uh, even you saying that and... hair horns on Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Excellent casting job. He constantly looks like he's in a hangover. Like <laughs> no matter what picture you see Vincent D'Onofrio in, it's like I think you drank the night before. <laughs> I, I felt like I needed to watch Men in Black, where he's playing another disgusting wretch. Like a, a <laughs> he's playing what? Is he a farmer there yeah. that where an alien like takes over his like body, yeah. his skin? Edgar suit. I remember that for whatever reason. <sighs> that I mean, also disgusting, but you know it's a comedy. <laughs> Um, this is too scary. <laughs> this is something we kind of, I think we kind of touched on maybe off mic, yeah. but, uh, the, the main, I guess, male presence, you know, the, the copper mm. here, uh, Vince Vaughn. Uh, I wonder if people stumble across this now, if they'd be like, when's he going to be silly? Uh, playing like super, <laughs> super stoic. I don't even know if he cracks a smile on this, nor probably should he, nor, I don't know if he should be cracking wise when we're talking about a man running around killing women and then jacking off over top of them as he hangs from the ceiling. Why? No, uh... I, I know I asked you about Vince Vaughn, but why did they feel the need to go, like, we need to do something more? Let's, what what more can we disgust you with? Like, I, I feel like that's the entire movie. It was already visually ambitious, but I can honestly say I've never seen uh, any sort of serial killer suspend himself yeah. and then jerk off into a 
or onto a bleached dead body. <laughs> Very ambitious in everything that they did in this movie. Visuals, concept, all of it. Uh, I'm looking at box office now while you talk about Vince Vaughn. Hopefully just talk about Wedding Crashers or something we probably should have already covered at this point. Something pleasant. Not, unse- <laughs> not unseemly at all. Preying on <laughs> single depressed women. <laughs> just good old time. <laughs> American pastime there. Um... The cell made uh, 104 million on a budget of 33, so I don't know, modest hit. There were other freaks out there that that wanted to see this. <laughs> There's freaks out there, <laughs> not just us. We <laughs> Kentucky hillbillies. There was like, well, I own this in the Matrix. I guess uh, it's one or the other. <laughs> I have five DVDs, so it's time for the cell again. Well, on a meta uh, analysis. Uh, <laughs> portion here that's easy to come up with material for i mean that's <laughs> it's Wait, easy to uh what type of material are you talking about i mean just just talking about the nonsense like it, it oh not it's almost masturbation habits as teenagers so i was gonna say because you're, <laughs> you're you're skipping to like the end of the book there if you're like you're <laughs> if you need to go to uh getting hooks on your back uh there are other other pleasures in life before you Look, I've, go, before you. I've watched a lot of porn, but it's never gotten to the point where I need to escalate and look we don't need from to the ceiling to dull our senses uh, that quickly. <laughs> you know, we'll get there in in time. But okay, I've pretty much gone mm-hmm. all negative, or basically, like if you have no experience with the cell, uh, I, I probably have just made it sound as unappealing as possible, and it is. <laughs> it's greatly unappealing. <laughs> that being said. Having not seen it probably in, you know, 20-ish years, uh, close to its, its at least video release, it was, it was better than I remember. Uh, I, I think I had in my head that, oh, that was just silly hokum that was, uh, you know, trying to do, like, the Matrix for a serial killer genre. Mm. But uh, actually, I, I actually like the movie. I just don't want mm. to ever watch it again, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's that weird uh, counter of, that's fantastic. Let's never do it. Well, maybe not fantastic, but that's enjoyable. Let's never watch it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, once uh, the more the hokum that was uh, angering to me was the, the nonsense psychology of her supposedly trying to save this little boy version that's deep inside the serial killer. Blah, blah, it's done, yada, son. Yada, yada, he, he's gone. It's, like, it's a lost like, cause. There's no, there's no redemption for this dude. Like, stop trying to, to have this like innocent little child version. Like, <clears throat> if you just watch it for the 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 suspense of the the actual in in the actual world uh, uh, kidnapping and such, and and just the visuals. I mean, it's it's not terrible it's not a terrible movie i've certainly seen a lot worse maybe not worse visually than vincent's nipple rings but (laughs) fucking hair i swear hair horns (laughs) not only that but i mean the the delusions of grandeur which i know is part of the the plot of the film like the way this Mm. guy perceives himself and uh, you know the the abuse that uh that happens Mm. i guess that's alluded to early on you know that's uh the problem is you've already seen what he's done. You've already seen the fucking masturbation scene. So it's like, whatever problems he had I'm, in his life, you don't care. No sympathy, bud. Yeah, you lost that. <laughs> You're not getting any. It, it may be like a pretty like easy explanation. Like, well, yeah, he suffered violence at a young age, and so that's mm-hmm. what he can grow up to <clears throat> to believe is sort of in a world of violence, yada, yada. Although, like I said, he skipped some pages in the book. Uh, I think even in <laughs> s- serial killer etiquette. 
I think he went <laughs> further. I, I I don't really want to get into that. That's not a true crime. This isn't a true crime podcast, so I'm not going <laughs> to research that. But I'm just willing to give other serial killers the benefit of the doubt that they don't masturbate in that way. That's just that's the world I want to live in, Jared. That there's, there's a certain code uh, they do in these these murdering maniacs, but. So he's not invited back to <laughs> serial killer club. <laughs> I mean, how bad party, do you have to be? Party foul, Vincent. Yeah, as a, as a freak among freaks, where you're uh, too far, too much. Ted, Bun- Ted Bundy rescinds your. This, this guy is like the fucking Jake Paul of serial killers, where it's like, take it down. You're annoying. You're obnoxious. <laughs> you're trying too hard. Uh, but at least this guy had the good sense to admit that he's bald, unlike those freaks, those <laughs> four-year-olds trying to act like they're 23. Um, I I forgot, like, how, like, it, the Vince Vaughn character, I guess, other than the fact that I like Vince Vaughn's presence, uh, mm-hmm. to me, he's the most likable character, because even when that's brought up, um, the, you know, the, that... There are reasons that you know a man could act this way or commit this this evil, so the evil has been done to him. I, I like that. I forgot that the film kind of alludes to the fact that he also has like suffered from abuse because he mm. he says no, it is possible like that you can you can not do you cannot repeat such things that have been done to you. You can become a good man, uh, and it's like questioned to him like, well, how do you know? And he's like, I. I just know. I'm not going to get into it. And maybe that's why I like the character so much, because I'm seeing so much disgusting shit that I like the person's like, just keep it under your hat. <laughs> just <laughs> keep that shit to yourself. Like, I'm I'm lucky enough that none of, that, none of those things happen to me. And because of that, don't ruin it. Don't put those images <laughs> in my head. <laughs> what a cowardly thing to say to survivors of abuse. That it's like, I can't even handle you talking about it in front of me. That's uh, that's some real curb your enthusiasm, Larry David. Larry David shit. There is like, <laughs> I don't care what you've been through. I recognize that you had some bad times, but I don't want to hear about it. I had a, a girl that I did when I was younger. Uh, we're talking like early twenties that compared me very much to Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I took as a badge of honor. It's like yes, because that man has you. some sense about it. <laughs> How the world should should operate. Took my hands and went like that. I saw it. I on. saw it, Larry. That's it. No. Don't. Why am I even talking Don't. to you? Look. Okay. Let. Oh. Oh. What? I just saw a titmouse. A titmouse. The mouse. Titmouse. Mouse. Why do you call it a titmouse? This is what you call it. Titmouse. Who Same calls tit- it that? A lot of people call it that. Oh my god. What? You are obsessed with tits. You're feeling up somebody's tits. You're talking to kids about tits. Talking to kids? Yeah. What you, the kid said I love tits. That's what the kid said to me. What Why am I are you supposed talking to, do? to little boys about tits? He whispered it to me. It was part of the game. What what did you what did you think of this being like This is clearly like a director's movie. It's like a show off mm, type yeah. movie. Like you're allowing them um this yeah, is like your a, performance piece, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it, it looks like a sizzle reel of, of sorts. Mm. Uh, do you do you find that the you can kind of excuse it? Like you know, they give you that we're going to, into the mind of serial killer, but it also has that thing that some sci-fi films have, where it's at a certain point you can kind of throw your hands up as far as like the rules of the world, and it's like, well, mm. any nonsense can happen. 
Like you basically <laughs> just you've created something, a premise where it's like whatever I'm seeing is like I guess I guess that's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules here, <laughs> which usually gets on my nerves. But I think because we're doing such a level of insanity, I was I just went with it. Yeah, for for the subject of it being a serial killer, I guess you can kind of afford it that like, well, this is going to be some crazy shit in here. Like you you come into that and expect it. Like also, I, you know, I can forgive the the nonsense, the the sizzle reel, the <clears throat> if you have a, a, an adequate amount of that stuff along with an actual storyline. When it becomes all, if it was if the movie was all insanity and you don't take that step out and actually have the like you know true crime moments then I would not enjoy this movie whatsoever. Like, it needs to be balanced uh, uh, with some actual, <laughs> actual honest-to-God grounded human shit. And then we'll go back to nonsense nipple piercings. Like, it, you know, you gotta if have some must. sort of balance. <laughs> if we have to. <laughs> I, I'm looking here, um, and Ebert uh, had it as one of his favorite films. Uh, top 10 of 2000 for him. He loved it's it. Very very divisive as far as like you see people like love it and then you see other ones like this is this is terrible the the, the stupid storyline you cannot uh, overcome yeah yada yada yeah he was he was uh, even in his review saying i know people who hate this uh, and find mm -hmm. it pretentious and unrestrained uh mm -hmm. i i certainly find it unrestrained but i don't know <laughs> if i i don't know if i found it pretentious did you i mean maybe the uh you know what in the the, the sort of dream world if you want to call it that maybe the sort of imagery when they're they're aping you know certain works of art or something like that mm. uh I, I keep waiting for you know we'll, we'll get to it because we have to do seven at this point but and this mm. is a minor like seven preview but <laughs> is there like a dumb serial killer is there like someone that's not <laughs> quoting the bible or rambling on like and speak like in monologues only like where is the guy who killed people and fucking love Crimson Tide. <laughs> so Crimson Tide is what he quotes. <laughs> Something more my speed, Jared, is what I'm asking. And I'm saying again, I don't find the film pretentious. I don't. I, I wouldn't have thought of that until I looked at Ebert's review. Uh, but I guess it is something where it's like, yeah, all of these super evil characters uh, have to be like incredibly well-read and knowledgeable mm -hmm. of like art. And where, where did they find the time? Like, actually, where did they find the time for any of this? Because he's... Uh, even this guy is, uh, I mean, he's he's independently wealthy in some way. He's renting out like a fucking like tank, and <laughs> he's very got... extensive saw-like uh, <laughs> way to torture uh -huh. people. Yeah, <laughs> go back to Psycho. You know, Norman Bates. He still had to run a hotel. He had to change the fucking sheets. You know, he had to fairly basic, wasn't it? Yeah, like, do some work. Actually, you know, you know, just I'm gonna throw this car in the lake, and uh, we'll just worry about the rest of it later. <laughs> I there there is that sort of like uh disconnect with like literary villains and like actual villains I suppose. Uh I didn't ever get pretentious though like mm -mm. with dudes, you know, real killer dudes, uh real serial killers, the most I mean, there's no like <laughs> here's my uh manifesto, not as many manifesto movements, just uh I'm gonna kill somebody. I feel like killing. I'm gonna do some killing tonight. More of a uh, no... falling down type thing is what you're saying. 
<laughs> stuck in traffic and says enough. Jeffrey Dahmer's hungry. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Only, I mean, yeah. I, I never did see a uh, uh, super fan, uh, Grandpa Hiro. I, I gotta get that in. I forgot. <laughs> He's Grandpa Hiro now. I think he was a pretty big fan, uh, or at least he mentioned uh, my friend Dahmer. The uh, movie came out a few years ago. It's about like uh, kids that went to high school with Jeffrey Dahmer. So it's just mm-hmm. him when he's younger. It was based on a graphic novel, which I actually read. And uh, yeah, he was a little creep. He was a little. He was just a shitty little weird kid. Uh, <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't make him like hyper intelligent. He was just like incredibly awkward. Like it was just the, mm-hmm. as you said, the dork that was into fucking eating people and that was like his that was his thing baby it was like the guy wearing the cure t-shirts or something like just like don't you know can- cannibalism is out my man like, go get your meat from burger king what are you what are you doing why are you making it so difficult um so maybe i should check that out if i'm saying hey where the where the dumb serial killers but usually you have to go to documentaries and not fiction yeah uh sansa lamb's guy was he i mean he didn't you know, with the like the receding hairline, the mullet, the you know, the tucking things back. He didn't have the best oh, fashion Bill. fashion sense. Yeah. Uh so I wouldn't say he's, you know, on Hannibal Lecter's uh league there, uh as far as no. <laughs> his uh, literary influences. Uh he just liked thick women. <laughs> okay, there's more material to work with. You gotta, you gotta have him plump. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, imagine you and Buffalo Bill at the strip club together, like fighting over the same, <laughs> the same woman for very different reasons. <laughs> Lots of ass meat. <laughs> well, this has been the 20 year anniversary of the cell. Um,. <laughs> Boy, I sure, real justice. Sure do like that that Vince Vaughn, even if film Twitter uh, hates him. Uh, always like seeing him. Like seeing him. You know what? Unlike uh, when we covered Psycho, not jerking off. That was good. <clears throat> that was that was. Let's just keep to that. Um, but uh, I think I still prefer the Psycho. I hated that scene in the remake of Psycho, but man, do I prefer that normal method of uh, just being an old fashioned peeping tom to this. God, now, you know uh, what? Yeah. That is pretentious. The masturbation in the cell. It's fucking pretentious. <laughs> I agree with Ebert. For the people, art piece. I'm jerking off. <laughs> More ass meat next week as we talk about. Uh, well, it's another horror movie, but it definitely has that uh, comedic bent that I'm asking for. Uh, oh, I actually don't know if it has any ass meat. Uh, the the lead here is a, no, a thin blonde woman who would be very safe, safe from the likes of Nasty Hellcat and uh, Buffalo bunch Bill. Of, bunch of lies. Breadstick white women, not enough ass. I like that. Breadstick white women. This is uh <laughs> I like bread. <laughs> and I love white women. <laughs> There's some real hard hitting analysis, baby. That's what they <laughs> tune in for. I like bread and I like women. <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. No 
martini, shaken, not stirred. Oh, by the way, why did you tell Wanda she has a big ass? I didn't tell Wanda she, she had did. a big ass. She just called me and told me. I didn't say she had a big ass, okay? I yelled out the window and I said I'd know that tush anywhere. That's all I said. Why would you do that? Why would you even comment about her ass? Why? What's because the big deal? Because you might as well just call out and say, hey, you've got a really big ass. It's the same thing. That uh, was just a friendly th remark. That's all. That's a friendly remark? Yeah, I was just being nice. I was being nice and chummy. You don't yell a uh, comment about a woman's ass. There's, there, there's only one way to take it. No, no. If she had a small ass, I could have said I'd know that tush anywhere. So what? You shouldn't, you shouldn't say anything at all. You know, you just shouldn't talk anyway, about it. Anyway, why? What's the big deal? What if I did say she has a big ass? So what? That's not so terrible. What's the matter with a big ass? I like big asses. There's no problem. <laughs> you like big asses? I don't mind a big ass. I mean, no. Hey, no not necessarily no, big. this is interesting. No, what? You love big asses? No, I don't love big asses. How yeah. big do you like them? I like them just the regular. I like them just like yours, okay? Uh -huh. uh, uh, that's because like mine them. is a really big. No, like it's not big. really big. It's not. It's, uh, it's good size. You said. You just said I love big asses no, I, and no. I like yours. I, I said I don't mind them. I like your. Yeah, I like it, you know. Uh, yeah. I see. There are a huh? lot of things about you I don't know. No, there's nothing about no, you. You're not even finding. Know you, had this you think ass you're finding fetish. out something? Don't say I, have, I don't have an ass fetish. Oh no, this is very kinky. It's like no, all this stuff is unfolding now. Nothing's unfolding. Which is interesting. After years together, I'm just finding out. What are you crazy? Like, no, that's so untrue. That don't. No, I'm not the deviant. I didn't say deviant. Don't say I have an ass fetish. You got nothing on me. Are you expecting somebody? Wanda. What? Hi! Hey. Come on in! Hey! Hey! Okay. Wanda? Oh, you know who I am? Okay. So I had to turn around and show you my big ass. You completely, completely misinterpreted that. I, I, I didn't, How, I didn't I say you had a big you ass. You yelled out, hey, big ass, no, Wanda! No, I didn't say big ass. Oh. Just saying hello. I was just trying... Is that how you say hello? Uh, well... Is that a hey, big ass? Oh, hey, hey, ass here. Hey, I know your ass. What, what, what is that? That's not how you say hello, is it? Perhaps not. So some, something about my ass has made you download it and you store it in your memory. No, no, that's not so. What is wrong with this man? Know. We were just having this well, you, discussion. Did you tell him how wrong it is yeah, to even say something me. like that? I told him. You know, a woman's ass is very personal. I didn't huh? know he was so obsessed with asses. This man, he, you what? know what? You have what an ass man. Larry, yeah. you are an ass man. I am not man. an ass man. You are an ass man. What the fetish? Get, hey, I don't have any ass fetish, okay? Let me get that straight. Obsessed with asses? I'm not obsessed with asses. Okay, assy. And what is that, that shit all over you? What you been doing? Scrounging around looking for asses? All under bleachers and say, oh, where's the ass? 